Welcome to Naked Chronicles Podcast. I'm Trey. I'm Chi. And together we are the Johnsons. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to episode nine, nine of the Naked Chronicles Podcast. You know, during this season we have been detailing our story. Mm-hmm. And here we are at episode nine, the unraveling part four. And so um, really, really, really excited about this episode. The last episode dropped off at second sem- at the at the end of first semester junior year, and so we'll be picking up in January 2017, which is second semester of junior year, and we're going to be going all the way to graduation. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you can imagine that a lot happened during this time frame, mm-hmm. um, but we've chosen to put this in one episode because while a lot of events did happen. Um, it was a whole lot of nothing happen, right. happening as far as our relationship is concerned. Mm-hmm. And so, um, let's just get into it, shall we? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first, I mean, the first semester of junior year was crazy. It was a whirlwind. And it's like we came back in January just totally different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and rather than, you know, dealing with issues and, and processing feelings and emotions, we were really just more so going through the motions. And I think we had become comfortable in our mess, mm, if that makes sense. That's good. Yeah, we had gotten comfortable in our mess. And mm-hmm. I guess it was more so like, okay, we don't have time to deal with this. We got to focus on on other stuff. Right. And so a lot of the energy, you know, in the relationship was going towards other things, other people. You know, we're thinking about networking. Well, we're not thinking about networking. We're networking. We're mm-hmm. building relationships. Right. You know, preparing, thinking about life out after graduation. Mm-hmm. And we didn't put any time and energy into the relationship that we were building. Correct. I feel like it's one of those things to where, like, okay, we knew, okay, we ain't going nowhere. Like, this is it. You know, like, I, this going to be the person that I'm with. And so, like, let's just get through this phase of life right now. Mm-hmm. And then we can focus on the other stuff later. Um, right. And I don't feel like it was fair to the relationship. Uh, because ultimately, we stopped dating each other. You know, we stopped spending, um, spending, well, we didn't stop spending time together. But we stopped spending quality time mm-hmm. together. Um, and we were really feeling a lot of that time, you know, with one another with other stuff and other people. Right. So it was a lot of, like you said, a lot of activity. It's junior senior year, so school is, you know, your, you know, your major courses, you know, your major curriculum. So you focus on that. Then on top of now, since we've been, you know, participating and, you know, engaged on campus more, now we're kind of, you know, uh, upper level now. So we have right. even more responsibilities now. Right. In our different roles. Also at work. Right. Yeah, we start yeah. moving up at work too. Yeah, I so became that came with more a, um, responsibility too. I became like a student supervisor at mm-hmm. work, so that was fun and exciting. Um, <laughs> and like she said, it came with more responsibility, and you know, just a lot of a lot of my energy and my focus was on that type of stuff because mm-hmm. I was determined that I was gonna get a job in in my field. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, afterwards I was working and doing internship. Right. Uh, something like eight to twelve hours a week at internship, and then working twenty hours a week, and being a student, I ain't have I really didn't have no time for the relationship. No. Um, and it was just an unfortunate situation. You know, I was very, uh, I was very driven towards after graduation because mm-hmm. for something for some reason I'm thinking about okay, 
you know, I know Kier is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I know she's the per the woman I want to marry. And so I got to start thinking about what happens once we graduate. Mm-hmm. And so all of my energy went into that. You know, we just failed this class. It really hurt me. <laughs> it hurt my feelings because that's like the one class that I probably shouldn't have um, failed, which we didn't really fail. We got a D. And it was like passing, but who wants a D on their GPA? Nobody's going to do that. And so we decided we would do credit replacement that summer. Um, And I say it really hurt my feelings because it was uh, developmental psychology, right? And my whole goal was to be a developmental psychologist. Like I wanted to work with uh, kids and teens and, you know, that like that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, you know, focus on that area and on that population. And it's like, wow, Trey, how is that the class you failed? Right. You know? Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was yeah, tough. It was, because like you said, we literally going through the motions. Like, we're we not doing this. We got too much going on. So, I'm just let this sit over there. We're not going, we're not going to pester on that, because we got too much to do. Right. And after you do that for so long, you know, it's just piling up. Right. Everything is piling up. And so, that's what we were. And on top of... We're still in college, so it was still a lot of heavy partying. Very much so, heavy party. A lot party. of socials going on. Very much so. Um, I think what what yeah. they were called back then were kickbacks. Kickbacks is what I don't know if folks them. are doing kickbacks nowadays. Y'all got to let us know <laughs> <laughs> what's the lingo now. But yeah, and like, you know, my house was like the spot mm-hmm. for majority of these kickbacks and, and heavy partying and so... Um, really and truly, if I'm gonna just be honest, a lot of this time for me is a blur. Um, you yeah, know, just I, you know, alcoholism. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean that's just what it is. You know, I'm not, right? I, I'm not proud of it, and it still like irritates me. Uh, well, not irritates me. I guess it's just it's it's embarrassing. I ain't no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. You know, when folks have videos and stuff of of me during this time, because it just shows how. Ooh, how deep I was within myself. Right. You know, with not dealing, dealing with, with my, stuff. yeah, with yeah. not dealing with stuff. And so, um, yeah, man, wow. Like, wow. looking back, looking back now, I am so grateful and so appreciative um, of the growth that I experienced. And I, I mean, it's crazy because I really can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I don't know, God carried me. Even in my mess, he was somehow still there, um, mm-hmm. and I—that's why—that's why I take my faith so serious because I know, like I, like I tried to throw it away. Mm-hmm. You know how some folks say um, they tried to run? No, I ain't tried to run. I just tried to throw it away. I was like, okay, God, I'm not doing this. We just gonna sit that over there on the side, but. Like, it literally would not allow me to. Right. Um, and so, you know, it literally saved my life. Um, you know, the work that I'm doing now um, at the university, it, the, the office that I work in, it was really a safe haven uh, mm-hmm. and a safe space for me. You know, it's amazing when you can walk into a room. Uh, on the outside, you got everything together, right? Mm-hmm. You're focused, and then you start talking, and... You know, you start talking to, uh, t- you start talking to folks, and then it's like layers start coming mm-hmm. back. I think about Shrek. Right. You know, onions have layers, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like you peel back those layers, and and eventually, you know, you just have a breakdown. 
mm-hmm. and you come back to yourself. And, and so that's why I'm passionate, you know, about the work that I do, because I understand that, you know, a lot of times students may look like they have it all together, but on the inside, they're really crying and screaming for help. And they just mm-hmm. really and truly need somebody to listen to them, right. to point them into the direction um, of the resources that they need. Uh, because, you know, they just, like we were, going through the motion. they just going through the motion, mm-hmm. just trying to survive and trying to get out of there. And so, you know, I, when I look back at that time, for me personally, it's, I don't know, I feel like I lost my way. Mm-hmm. And as far as our relationship is concerned, I feel like I really, like, I feel like I let let the relationship down. You know, it's like, the what is the blues song? It's uh, the same way you, how does it go? The same way, oh, you got to do the same thing you did to get her to keep her or something mm-hmm. like that. And I wasn't doing that. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't wooing and surprising. And, you know, my creativity had gone down as far as, like, you know, doing thoughtful and romantic things. And it was just a lot of self-frustration, I think, for me personally. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, just on this last point, you know. Some may beg to differ. Some may feel as though because we started out so strongly, so fast in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, I ain't going to say it kind of harmed us in the long run, but we have built up this, you know, this momentum so fast. Mm-hmm. And so as time went on, it was like a big plummet. So, I mean, just looking back, I mean, I don't, um, I don't feel as though, you know, you should have been any more quote-unquote romantic or whatever back then, because, I mean, we had, we had a mission, like, we we was in college, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, that's another thing we have to, you know, think about, you know, when you're dating, you know, yes, it's okay to be thoughtful, it's okay to be romantic, you know, but it doesn't have to be what's the word I'm looking for? I see where you're going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be so grand. Right. It doesn't have to be all the time. Right. You know, like, that shouldn't be, like, you shouldn't feel bad because you weren't able, you know, you we weren't doing those type of things anymore. You know, because now, you know, mm-hmm. you get to do that now when it's appropriate. Not saying it's not appropriate then, but, like, the extent mm-hmm. of it. I think a lot of it, and so, I mean, you just said something so profound. Uh, I think dating couples uh, like the, mm, how do I put this? Like, social media mm-hmm. is is such a, it puts such a strain <laughs> on relationships. Especially when you're, like, out and open with your relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Because now you feel like you got to keep up this, this standard that you just set. Uh-huh. Because if you don't keep yourself out there and you don't keep yourself visible, then folks are wondering, oh, what's going on with them, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's like added pressure. Mm-hmm. It's like added pressure almost. Like, you know, I think now, like, say, for instance, if I go home and you don't go with me, it's like, oh, where's she at? What's going on with y'all, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like nothing. Right. <laughs> like nothing's really going on. But, you know, we built this standard that you always with me. Right, and so exactly. that's the expectation. That's just like an example. But, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you're posting all your stuff on social media, right? You're putting all your business out there for everybody to see, everybody to like, to comment on. And 
at some point that becomes an expectation of people. Right. You know, people set these expectations of you that mm-hmm. you probably didn't necessarily ask for, but kind of sort of you did because you put it out there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if everything ain't going well and then you got folks asking about, oh, but what's going on with Trey and G? What's up with y'all? How y'all been doing? And it's like, we good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you got to keep up those appearances, right? And I think, um, you know, that's like we just kind of had put it on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, when we at home, we had, you know, I don't want to say hashing out, but you know, you just throwing out there however you feel, you deal with it, just so that you can go back outside and be trade and cheat, right? You know, exactly. Like yeah, like the United Front was a thing. Wow. But it's like you get in the car and then you. <sighs> exhale. <laughs> that is so true. Like when you yeah. say that, like that was definitely like the thing. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, when you think about it, we really didn't miss a step. We didn't miss no? a step with anything. We were at every event, every family event, every mm. holiday. We were Trey and Chi all the way, and nobody. I would. I would suspect nobody probably knew uh, how deep. Mm-hmm. how deep we were in uh, because we just did a good job at that. I don't know how. Now granted, you know, that's a good habit for now because we married and they got business. You know, this is, it's a good, but right. it's a good but, I mean, way to maneuver, but back then it was kind of not healthy. But like even being, even being married, it's not as bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we may have a little whatever and you I don't know. have to, you know, put on face, but mm-hmm. it's not, you know, I feel like we're comfortable enough with each other now mm-hmm. to where I, we really don't care what people think. I mean, know? true. I'm just saying like that type of behavior. You oh, know, okay. I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. You know, that yeah. was good behavior. Yeah. For later. Right. In a more healthy of, relationship. It was out of place and out of time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was, because like, as we know here, you know, she, she has to get it out. Or she's not gonna be able to function, so we literally have to. I would have to say my piece, and so we can have fun, which was heavy drinking and partying with our friends, which still wasn't doing anything. And I mean, you brought it up, so I'm gonna go there. That's fine. Like her timing would always be so off, bro. Like, oh my god, like we an hour before, you know, like it's an hour before the turn up, and this is the type of energy that you bring. Girl, really? Now you just about to push me to <laughs> to drink more. That wasn't my goal, but if we were gonna have any type of fun, we're doing this now. Yeah, like, I, and I mean, I say that. Of course, it's always you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just it's just like the timing was just always off. Mm-hmm. Like it was always off. It was always before we were finna get ready to go somewhere or. We was finna get ready to do something. Like, are we supposed to be doing something fun? And then it's like, oh, well, we need to talk to you about something. And it's like, okay. All right, here we go. You know, during this time, it was kind of, I had to build myself up to say things. Mm -hmm. During this time. And so it took me a long time to say what I really needed to say. Yeah. Right? And so... It was always bad timing, but I had been, it had been brewing. I had been coaching myself all the time. And right. whenever it came about, it was just so happened to be, you know, maybe an hour, 30, 20 minutes before we got to the mm-hmm. So. And so I think the, the problem that we see here is that we had become extremely comfortable mm-hmm. with our issues, as I stated before. 
and you know it really wasn't a dealing with them it's like let's just put it on the table like mm-hmm. let's just set that right there on the table so you're aware that this is this and you know you say whatever you need to say to get over the moment so that you can go into the next room or you know, mm-hmm. go up the street, around the corner, and do whatever it is you're about to do mm-hmm. um, just to get through it. Right. And like I said, it wasn't fair, I don't believe, to our relationship. Um, I think had we dealt with some of these issues, um, we could have been farther along than we were. Yeah. yeah. You don't think so? I mean, you know, with a logical mind, yes. <laughs> well, a lot of people mind, yes, but me knowing myself during that time, mm-hmm. I think it was for the best. Only because I know I wasn't in the best emotional place. Mm-hmm. And with dealing with stuff, it would have, I know I would probably have been dug into a deeper, mm-hmm. harmful place emotionally. Yeah. yeah. And at, like I said, and at this point in our, you know, journey, you know, a lot of, was at stake. Mm-hmm. Just school and personal right. stuff yeah. in general. So just thinking about it, it wasn't the best thing, but it was. It kind of worked out for the best. Yeah, and I mean I agree with you on that because you know, like like we said earlier, during this time we were extremely focused on our studies, um, and these were some of the best semesters school wise. Mm-hmm. Probably because we didn't have as much on our plate as yeah. we. As far as like you know, having to study and stuff, a lot of the stuff is now is connecting and right, is making sense. Yeah, content. so yeah, um, you know, you're not really stressed because it's not all new material per mm-hmm. se. Um, but you know, just the other responsibilities that we were filling our lives with. You know, you doing your sorority stuff. I'm very active in uh, BSU at the yeah, time. You know, very active yeah. with work. Like I said, I'm doing the internship. And so we had that to distract us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's good that we were focused on those things because it could have definitely went another way. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, just forget all of these. Like, let's just not do nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we could have fallen into um, a state of deep depression, you know, mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, anxiety could have gotten the best of us. But some way somehow and you know what i mean when i say some way somehow it had to be the lord um (laughs) like he really got us through Mm -hmm. and you know i that's why i'm so grateful that's why i'm so passionate you know about folks really taking a moment to understand who they are and you know really dealing with the stuff that's calling you to not be the person that you truly are Right. Because that type of stuff can hinder you. Mm-hmm. You know, it can hinder your future. Um, and anytime you find yourself in a state to where you can't focus, you can't push past uh, push past an issue or push past a feeling, you know, you got you 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 need to get that out. You need mm-hmm. to deal with that because you know you you don't want to. It's it's not. It's just not healthy. I don't know how else to put it in words. Yeah, it's definitely not healthy. And it's also necessary that you're tackling it at the root. Mm, yeah. Right? That's good. And so, a lot of times when we're dealing with, you know, issues and circumstances that come about, you know, we're only dealing with the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. And that even goes with, you know, being a couple, you know, being a couple, you know, a partner. You know, most of the time we have disagreements and stuff. It don't be about the actual event. <laughs> it's always something 
underline it. You know what I mean? I don't know why I just heard Cam in, in my head when you said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, it's never about like the thing. It's always the principle. It'd be the principle, y'all. Yeah. So shout out to Cam for the... That's my bro. Yeah. We shout like out him. to you, bro, for that statement. That was good. And I so, will agree with you on that part of that conversation. Right. And so... You have to make sure you're, you know, you're trying to, you're tackling your roots, right? right? You know, we're like, why is that? Why is that every time this kind of thing, situation come about, you respond this type of way? Mm-hmm. What about this situation triggers that type of response, mm. right? And so, um, that's very important. Yeah. And so, like, just a caveat, it's amazing how all of that came out during premarital counseling. Like, yeah, so that's why I'm excited about season two. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, just shameless plug, season two starts with premarital counseling. Um, and so, yeah, so that's when we start really getting to the root of the issues. And you'll see Trey, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, during that time. And, you know, how Pastor V, like, you know, he, he leaned in in one moment and summed up every feeling and emotion I had. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, Wow. That really just happened, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm thinking, you know, oh, you know, he going to side with the girl because she over here pouring out her whole heart. And like his question was something to the effect of, but do you know why he responds that way? And it was like, oh, really? You you going to speak for me? Right. And he really spoke for me. And so, right. yeah, I'm excited about that. But yeah, that was just a like a like a teaser. Yeah, that's a teaser <laughs> to see him do. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, like, you know, we were we were putting energy in other things and other people. Uh, and not into uh, I want our personal lives, and definitely not into the relationship that we were building. Def- yeah, because I was gonna say that too. Um, we definitely weren't. I know me personally. I definitely wasn't putting the energy toward Chi Chi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, hmm. You know, we. This has been a common thing lately. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about. You know, it's a fine line. Like, yes, it's okay. To, you know, pour into other people. You know, that's why we're here. Like, we're here for relationships. Mm-hmm. We're here to help each other. But it becomes unhealthy when you are too, too consumed Ooh, girl, with everything good. else and everybody else. Ooh, and you're girl, not tending to your personal dealings. Girl, that's good. Or you're not even doing the simple things that you like to do. That's good all by right? itself. And so, that was the other part of this, too. So, not only were we not... <laughs> you know, present in mm-hmm. our relationship, but we also wasn't present for ourselves either. Mm, mama. Ooh, that was good. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that was a lot of it too, like, girl, you know, yeah. you, I wasn't doing anything that I, that Chi-Chi likes to do, which I'm trying to think, what the Chi-Chi like to do? I mean, I'm really a simple person, but just in general, right. like, we were so, like, our schedules were so booked all the time, like, it was no time there was no room, not no slack. Yeah. Well, we made it that way. <laughs> then it wasn't any slots, right. you know, for ourselves. Right, we filled the slots with other stuff and right. other people. Right, know. exactly. Yeah, if I could go back and do it all over again, man, I would have took so much time for myself. Right, exactly. To actually deal with, to actually deal with my own personal issues. Exactly. And I feel like I would have been a, so much... A better person for other people yes. you know because like in the midst of this you know you you got folks that are coming into your life and 
you know they you know deep down they coming in there for a purpose and you just ain't got the energy that you need to have to give them to to you know to give them that part of you that they need and you know to be a blessing and to truly mentor them and and, and that type of thing and so I feel like I I, I don't want to say I failed but it could have been a whole lot better I had I it. had I had been you know a whole person and so right. you know I, I, it's something I deal with now. That's true. Like, you know, not like a, it's not like a, uh, oh, I wish I had done, but it's like, Trey, you could, you, you could have been so much better. Or, or, you know, we could have had an even more impact. A greater, oh, that's good. Come on, girl. See, that's why I married Because we was doing great The impact could have been so much greater. Like, we oh, Jesus. Oh, I just we felt that in my spirit. We were great people. We were impacting people, mm. but it could have been so much better. Wow. Oh, that, see, that's so good. Even if, <laughs> Even in your mess, God can use you. Right. Because listen, oh my God, that is good. I'm sorry. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's so good. true, I just though, got you. Because, you know, like I said, it's a fine line, but I, I do believe, like, you have to be in a certain place within yourself. Mm, yeah. It's like I tell my students all the time. It's so hard to pour from an empty cup. Right. Like if 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 you're not if you're not where you need to be spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, how do you expect to add any type of value to somebody else's life? How do you mm. expect to be able to you know reach down and help them up when you laying down on your back too? Right. It's not gonna work like that. Um, and so wow, oh my god. And we're not saying because we want. I want to be clear. <laughs> want to be clear. We're not saying that, you know, you know, you're you building yourself up with just the things that you think that you need. Mm-hmm. We're saying that you need to be in tune and building your relationship with the father. Right. You know, find out who you are, you know, what you afforded now. Um, so he can reveal those things that you do need to purge out of your heart. Right. Right. Because it's a lot, you know, now it's, you know, we're in this thing where, you know, I need to get myself together, I need to get myself together, but you can't do it by yourself. How do you get yourself together? What that look like? Exactly. Like, I, you know, oftentimes you hear people say, oh, well, I'm going to just take a moment to get myself together and then, you know, I'm going to come back to the things of God. I'm going to come back to the church or whatever. It makes no sense. Right. Because, okay, if you distance, it's like you distancing yourself from the one thing. Right. From the one thing that can help you. It's like trying to sweep up the flow without using the broom. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to work like that. You cannot do it alone, precious people. Exactly. Like, you, 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 you gotta, you have to do it in concert with him. You have to allow him because it's the washing and the watering of the word mm-hmm. that changes the hearts, right? right. Um, it's the word. It's the word. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you got to be in the place, you know? You, you, you got to be in the place and around like-minded people, mm-hmm. you know, in order for, to, for you to get that stuff up out of you. Because right. you can't do it alone. You, you, you cannot do it alone. It's not, something, uh, it's not something that you could do by yourself or do it mm-hmm. on your own. You have to allow God to do it and for him to work for and through you in that situation. So this is this is the illustration of this guy. Uh-oh. So think of a water pitcher. Mm. Right? So, and you know it has a filter. 
Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the filter is only good for so long. My God. Right? Because, you know, once you put the water in there, it's, you know, it's filtering out all the bad stuff, right? But if your filter is dirty. Mm. <laughs> like, if you don't change out the filter, the water going to continue to be that contaminated. That girl just preached. Right? Oh, she just preached. So, God is the filter. Like, you need him. Like, you can't do it apart from him. Period. Oh, that is so good. Like if you Girl, that, that will preach. Come on, Lord. So you can't, I'm you can't do it by yourself. I'm going to give you credit. How does Pastor B say? I'm going to give you credit the first time. The it's first time? Yeah, I'm going to give you credit the first time. Yeah. Because I mean, you've you been, you been doing it by yourself. What they got you? No, hmm. well. Oh. That is so good. That Eureka. reminds me it's time for us to change our. our <laughs> I want a picture. <laughs> Wow, that was so, so yeah. good, babe. That was really good. That was really good. Mm, my God, so, I'm yeah, heaven. You, you got to partner with him, you guys. Yeah. You have to make a choice. You know, he's a gentleman. He he doesn't make us do anything, but he's always there. Mm, mm, mm. He's always there. That was so powerful. Yeah. That was so powerful. So I gotta tell y'all the story of graduation. Well, I guess the night before graduation. Um oh. <laughs> you know, all of our friends were in for Birmingham. So this is like one event. So this is a, a chronicle, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were graduating and it was so exciting. It was such an exciting time. Uh and so all of our friends are down and of course we're drinking and you know, everybody's at my apartment because somebody, somebody was telling folks that, Oh yeah, uh we're gonna be at Trey House night. We gonna be at church, which we knew our friends from like out of town were coming over. Like that was a given. And apparently, I dropped the term party. <laughs> apparently, I wasn't aware, but apparently, I said party. Ain't asked me. Ain't nobody told me nothing. Okay, ain't no nothing. Oh, Trey, what time the party start? Party? Party? What party? What, what do you mean? <laughs> well, she said it was party. I was like, well, yeah, just come over, whatever. Right. And like, y'all, it got so out of hand. God, God I thank God that we have loving friends. Um, Cause they took Ooh. extremely great care of the two graduates. Side note: Our graduation was at nine thirty. Thirty, yeah. Saturday. Just put that in your in your mind. I I just I remember like looking at the clock. The last time that I saw was somewhere around three something, and I don't remember nothing after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know they like they put us to bed. They. Left us ibuprofen, like they said, multiple, multiple alarms to make sure that we will wake up. Right. You know, like that type of thing. And, you know, this one, she just springs up out of the bed. Like everything <laughs> is great. Every, like, it's an amazing day. I'm dragging around. Now, mind you, I, I, all throughout my college career, I have never in my life had a hangover. But this particular day, oh my God. I could not. I don't even know. How did I drive? How did we drive to graduation? I just remember being in the shower. You were like you were getting dressed, and I could hear you like singing. Mm. And I was like, "God, would she please shut up? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with her?" And, and like, I remember crying in the shower, like this graduation day, and I'm not, I, I, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna remember nothing. <laughs> like, oh my, it was so, like y'all, it was so crazy to the point that the person that. Like, you know, we went through all the motions, so we get the graduation check-in. You got to stand mm-hmm. in the line, and, you know, this, this, that, and the third. And I remember <laughs> the dude, his name was, like, Ruiz or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, that was his last name. Okay. Um, And so, you know, I'm standing behind him in line, and, you know, I told him, I said, listen, when we sit down, I said, I'm going to go to sleep. 
I said, and I'm going to need you to wake me up. Because I think you were the row in front of me. You on the row in front mm-hmm. of me. And yeah. so y'all would have went up first. I said, listen, when the row in front of me goes, like, you need to wake me up because my girlfriend is on that row and I got to see her walk across the stage. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, bro, I got you. I got you. Y'all, when I tell you, I, that was the best sleep in the world. Like, I remember walking into graduation. I heard all my folks, like, when mm-hmm. they saw me. And I was looking around for my grandma because I knew she would have been in a wheelchair. Um, not because, like, she was ill or anything, but just because, you know, like, Mitchell Center is huge. She's not going to be all there walking. And so, like, she was sitting, like, directly up in front of me. I saw her wave, cry, and went to sleep. <laughs> I don't even remember who our speaker was. Oh, me neither. I don't remember. I was coherent, but I don't remember. I don't remember none of that time because I, I was asleep. I'm telling you, I was asleep. Asleep. <laughs> He woke me up, like, literally just as, I don't know if he had forgot or whatever, but, you know, like, I'm, I'm you know, cleaning my eyes, and as soon as I, like, you know, I'm coherent, I realize what's going on, Kiera, Monier, Reza, it's like, woo, go back, go back, like, that was, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it was that bad, it was that bad, and so, I thank God for our friends. Cause uh, yes. and you know I'm not even gonna try to name them because y'all know who y'all so are. Many of you guys. We really appreciate y'all and we love y'all for taking we such good care of us and getting us across the stage. Cause we like to not have made. Well, I like to not have made it. <laughs> yeah. It was epic, y'all. Yeah. It, it was, was like the party of all parties. We definitely was went out with a bang. Oh yeah, absolutely. We went out. And it's amazing how, like, I didn't drink for, like, a whole year and a half oh, yeah, it or more. Long like, yeah. Time. Like, even just having a glass of wine, it took forever. Took forever to get there. And, like, now... Mm, Still don't, for real. Mm-mm. But it's like... Ooh, no, never. Yeah, we was um, scarred for a little while. <laughs> scarred for life over here. Like, no. It's absolutely a no-go for me. Right. Um, But, yeah. So, we have amazing friends mm-hmm. and... We thank God for them. And so, of course, graduation is like the the hoorah and woosah. Right. At the, you know, right. like a real woosah for once. Right, once. right. Because um, we had made it through. So. It was the, it was the, it was the, it was like the, the I can't even think of the word I want to use, but it was that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that moment where it was like, whew, all right, we did it. We survived that. We survived the first part. Right, right, right. And now it's like, but what's next? Right. And it's so like, we done worked to get to this moment. And mm-hmm. we get to this moment. And it's like, oh, yeah, we saw. And then reality hits. For sure. Now, granted, I knew grad school was coming up, but I, I had my last summer. So I knew the summer, you know, I was going to have the summer to rest. But as far as Trey, like, he really didn't know no idea. what was next. No idea. And so, that's where the next episode going to pick up at. It's going to pick up at summer and what summer looked like. Um, what a challenging time. <laughs> oh, season two is going to be... It's going to be epic. We're gonna so be- excited. <laughs> We're so excited. Right. Um, and so, yeah. So. That was episode nine. That was episode nine. So, you know, I think the takeaways are obvious, you know, mm-hmm. like don't allow yourself to go in an autopilot mode, whether right. you're a single person, whether you're in a relationship, like don't allow yourself uh, to be in autopilot, like right. when you're not dealing with your emotions and with your issues and things, because 
you know, it could potentially be detrimental, you know, in the future. Right. And then we always go back to this, like, you know, don't be out here trying to do life by yourself. Right. Because exactly. it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work for you in the long run. And so, you know, very simple with the takeaways, I think, this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's very straightforward, very to the point. Um, but, yeah, so, so, so excited to be closing out season one now. This is not the fin- this is not the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some plans for the season finale, which we will uh, discuss next week at the episode. I mean, at the recap. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. of episode eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Remember, we missed the last live experience, and so next Tuesday on June fifteenth, we will be recapping um, episode eight and nine. So we have some questions from episode eight. Go ahead and start sending in your questions to us. From episode nine, mm-hmm. um, you can send us those questions by inboxing us on our Facebook or our Instagram account at Naked Chronicles mm-hmm. uh, Podcast, or you can email those questions questions to us at Naked Chronicles at vkrjbrand.com. Um, you can also submit questions on our website by going to the video episodes tab, um, and you can submit your questions there at the bottom of the page. And like I said, after the live recap, we're going to share the details of our season finale. We are so excited, um, extremely excited about um, about this. And it's so crazy how the enemy tried to, like, you know, enter in and keep us from finishing out this season. Oh, yeah, he um, tried it. Yeah, and he so we, we are really excited that the, that the Lord strengthened us, mm-hmm. um, and he gave, he we, we just really thankful for the platform, y'all. I can't even, right. I can't even explain how all of this came together. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it in words, but, like, I know the Lord told us to do this, right. you know. I mean, I have clear direction on it, and so, um, yeah, I'm just excited. It's crazy that we've done season one. Already, like, it's done, just about. Yeah, just about done. Just about done. And so we're just so happy that you guys have been on this journey with us. Right. We appreciate all of the support, the comments, like feedback. It has been amazing. Amazing. It has been amazing. And so, you know, hey, leave a review. Can they do reviews? I think they can. Like do reviews Mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. or Google Podcasts. Wherever you listen to the podcast, you know, leave a review, comment on the YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because we like we we really do appreciate your feedback, and right. it's not a it's not a uh, how do I say it's not like we want to hear it or we gotta hear it or you know like it doesn't do anything for us. Like we just want to hear it so we can give God glory, right? You know, because that's the goal to give Him glory out of this. Um, I said at the beginning, I don't care if we don't make a penny from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that this is what the Lord told us to do. Now, hey. You know, if some folks out there decide y'all want to sponsor us, we down for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> we exactly. down for it. Like, let the Lord use you in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank y'all so much for, for rocking with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to go ahead and close out this episode. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll catch you next Tuesday at the live experience. And then <laughs> the season one finale. All right. Thank y'all so much. It's been a great time. And as we say here on Naked Chronicles Podcast, it's it's time to get naked. See y'all next week. Woo!